0: This is Jimmy and Annette, and of course, Mr. Chevy, and we are with you. We are living up in a down world. We want to thank you for joining our podcast today, number 29.
1: Twenty-nine.
0: It's going to be a year before we know it. I mean, it's going to happen.
1: Well, we haven't even, well, yeah, I guess it, so. It's been so. over
0: six months. It has been. Wow. 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 Yowza. I have to brag on our studio. Oh, it's stunning! It, no, it is not. <laughs> so, backstory: um, Adam, <laughs> the Podfather Curry. Adam and Tina came over what a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, <laughs> couple weeks. I got a new piece of equipment, which I'm super stoked about. For any nerds out there, I got a road a roadcaster duo, and uh, so he wanted to come. And I asked him, "Help me set it up. Let's let's get some get the all the EQ and the noise gate, the deesser, and all the various effects." So he came up, and it was so fun watching the Podfather do his magic. I mean, he was in his element. He was. Totally. He was. And uh, so anyway, the problem was is we still got some noise in this room. It's a great room. It's I've got some padding on the walls, but not enough. And so last week's episode, we had some slap Well, back the echo. reason
1: is I decided to trade out the rug that was in your office and put it in my office and switch and put a smaller rug in here. And you really need... A little bit bigger rug. That was yeah, my fault. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. He was not happy about it. But now <laughs> we have side. blankets. So I have one, hanging two, three. On all the walls. This is like
0: when we were kids and we made tents with. Blankets. I feel like I'm in a little. I know. Tent. So I've got one, two, three, four, five blankets hanging around it, the room. This it looks better stunning.
1: work, Adam. It looks no, amazing.
0: <laughs> we really need to buy we're just a new. we up.
1: No, no, we're not.
0: Okay, we'll no. get a new rug to fit the room. Yes. And I've got to get some sound panels up on the wall. So. We'll get it. Well, we'll these it done. that you
1: have are really bad. They're Terrible. falling off we the walls. We bought
0: some. We went cheap from Amazon, and boy, no, they just, don't, they're all don't out. ever do that. It's sticky on the back, and they're all falling off. <laughs> looks very, um, just not very it classy. Looks
1: ghetto. I'm sorry. Oh, you're using a bad word. That's, not, I, that's a not a good word. word. Okay. Probably in our
0: in our culture today. Okay, that it word. just
1: looks bad. It, it looks, bad. it yeah. does not look like a nice <laughs> professional office anymore. It or um, what do you call it? your, your study. studio? Studio, studio, study, studio slash right. yeah, but no, I know, does not. I know.
0: So anyway, welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us, folks. And Annette, you are stunning today.
1: Right, thank I'm you so you, much. I appreciate girl, that.
0: We went and rocked a workout did. this morning. Oh my goodness, that was so good though. So some interesting things are happening. So we're on our sabbatical, and we're now. As of tomorrow, this is Sunday afternoon, so we'll we'll post this tomorrow and, and get it up online. So starting tomorrow, we'll be starting our fifth week. Is that how that works? We, we finished, We're four weeks in.
1: Four weeks, so we're going. We'll be a little sliding over sliding into yeah. fifth.
0: Yeah, so we're a little, going a little over eight weeks, and uh, it has been amazing, just uh, from your perspective. and I know you. You had a little bit harder time getting into it per se, right? So tell a little bit from your perspective.
1: Well, I I keep asking for two more weeks, and I'm not getting that. I thought you so. said a month. You were well, asking for a month. I, no, I, I'll sit at least two weeks because I felt like we lost a Got couple of weeks. Um a little bit. Um, not that we lost it or it was not something that wasn't good that happened, but it just it was it's hard to wind down when you're when you get wound up over. Family issues, yeah, we had family intent. right, which we talked about last week. But um, I'm winding down. It feels yeah, really good.
0: I can tell. I can tell you, are I'm exhausted right now. I'm tired. Rhythm. Why I'm are you tired. so tired?
1: I don't know. I feel. I think the workout, and we've just been. um,
0: We've changed our diet. We've so.
1: changed our diet, so it's.
0: I think our energy might. We're, we're transferring. It, it wanes.
1: It's good one day, right. bad another day, and I don't know. I'm just tired. Probably the heat. The heat. We've been outside every day in the pool, and today we haven't. We've stayed inside in the comfortable air I know, conditioning. I
0: know. I felt like after we worked out, which was really weird, going on Sunday to work out. Usually on Sunday, I'm very busy. I've got a full day. It's Our
1: second Sunday to go.
0: I know. It's really. It's going to be
1: hard not to be in that um, habit, <laughs> in that routine.
0: <laughs> Come Sunday morning, we're like, let's get I'm our workout. Sorry, stuff we got to go work out
1: first.
0: <laughs> No we're doing so during this sabbatical um I felt like the Lord showed me three things we need to do, and one uh is simple it's body, mind, and spirit mm-hmm. and in the order of spirit, body, and mind, right, so kind of looking at this in sections and not there's no real form or structure that's more organic in nature and natural, but That's kind of how it's playing out. Mm -hmm. My first, my first two or three weeks were deeply spiritual. I had some power encounters with the Holy Spirit. I've been reading a lot, studying a lot. I've been you really are a different person. I I see. Thank you.
1: Um, just a new authority on you that is. um, It's pretty remarkable to see what God's done in a short amount of time. I can't wait to see in eight weeks what you become. Really, literally, because. It's been it's been mind-boggling to see.
0: It's been powerful, and, and this is our coach, Pastor Eddie Freeman from Gateway Church. He's mentoring us through this. Or our God has kicked off. We haven't ta- we haven't heard from him since, because that's the point. We're not supposed to, but he really set us up for success, I believe, by mm-hmm. making sure that we were cutting um, cutting ties with everybody that would drag us back into work mode. And um, so we're doing it, and we're following the playbook.
1: Well. We're, you are. I got pulled you in. Got pulled in, and yeah, as well, well as we had a little faux pas. Yeah, our uh, our payroll didn't go through.
0: Yeah, that's a little scary when. And whole I had set it up with
1: our accountant to make sure our payroll goes through every week, and this one particular week didn't go through. So I had to intervene. And had to slip
0: back into work I mode had for a few hours
1: which do was the payroll Stunk. It was stinky. So I deserved two more weeks. <laughs> it it really took me back. It took you it out. Took I know out. It's, it kind of reset you like, a little oh my bit. Gosh.
0: I know that that was And I had to call right.
1: our uh, administrator at the church, give her our phone. she I didn't realize when I was texting her yeah, that her. she was getting my new number which we've promised we weren't giving out for two for Eight weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: In a just, perfect
0: world, but yeah. you know things happen, and so we just have to kind of take it and kind of roll with it. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was tough, though. Yeah. I really didn't want that to happen, but yeah. I, I even told you I'm proud of you though that I that was the one thing I was worried about because we get paid every week, and it's not just us; it's our all of our staff, yeah, our and team. we have a, what fourteen people on mm-hmm. our staff, and to have to you know. Lori has to call text everybody email everybody and say sorry you're not getting paid f- till tomorrow say, luckily I ball. caught it in time for us to get paid one day late right if I wouldn't have caught it no, that evening good and- it would have been the whole another week yeah, yeah. so
0: I'm sorry that happened to you yeah, that really stinks it does and um, other than that other than that we have we found a rhythm I think where we're, we're kind of it feels a little bit like Groundhog day. <laughs> it does. We get we're doing a lot of the same things, but, but I'm enjoying the the predictability of that, but yet we have freedom because we don't have an agenda per se. Mm-hmm. but we have things we're doing. Our morning time consists of really getting in the word. We both have great devotionals that we're doing right now. Wh- which ones are you doing right now? Are you doing for out of the U version?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I'm doing the same the the um the one with Bill Johnson and mm-hmm. then I'm doing one with Cindy Spivey. I really like her. She's not a new version, but she has. She's on Instagram, and oh, she right. has this little small devotion she does, and I really have enjoyed her.
0: Yeah, so you're feeding that way, but also you're listening to. I listen
1: to teachings constantly. Yeah, you're
0: listening to a lot of Gateway, because um, Gateway's doing this thing called Summer of Giants, while Pastor Robert Morris is doing this two week away, and then he had to have some surgery, back surgery. No, once. he so was there.
1: he was supposed to be gone eight weeks.
0: Yeah, eight we- I meant two months. My bad. Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're right. Um, so anyway, he's he's coming back next week. So he's had the two months off. And so they brought in all these different speakers the like John Maxwell. Every week. I mean, powerhouses. The, the R.T. Kendall today. So we both watched that today. And we're going to talk a little bit about it because we got so much out of it. Well, and I've I listened think you to it are twice. too. Yes. For those of you that have joined us, we want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Let us know you're out there. You know, we we can look on rss.com analytics and see how many people and how many downloads we've had. I guess in the six months we've been going, we've had over 20,000 downloads mm-hmm. or 20,000 people who've engaged, and which is wonderful. And It's all over the world. The, the world map is crazy. It's lit up everywhere except China and Russia.
1: Oh, I wonder why. Well, there's a
0: couple of little dots in there. <laughs> don't know how that happened. But anyway, we're all over the world. Oh, North Korea is a little sparse too.
1: Oh, yeah, I would think so. Other than that,
0: we're pretty wow. much everywhere in the world. And we want to say thank you for listening. It means so much to us because... We don't do this just for our own. We're doing this because we want to help and we want to encourage you, and really want to help you live up. I mean, the world's dark. I mean, sure is. You spend five minutes on a news feed and you see. I mean, you just open your computer on any social media app, and all, and you're just faced with stuff that's happening all over the world. So we we want you to want to help you live up in a down world and 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 we do this together i mean Annette and I do it together but we're doing it with you too where we all help each other we'd love to hear from you go to our website check it out livingupinadownworld.com and all of our podcasts are on there but also there's devotionals on there that i've written since we started this thing but nearly 6 months worth i'm taking a little break here but you can go back through all those and they're just daily short short devotionals to encourage you to build you up and and hopefully connect scripture with real life. I mean, our whole goal is to make faith real for the rest of us, for real people. So thank you for listening. We're stoked to be with you today. And so I still can't believe we're on number 29. <laughs> it just it goes by really fast, doesn't it? So anyway, great sabbatical so far. We're we're not quite halfway through, but almost and yet we I just feel like there's so much more. And we really feel like we got a revelation today. We'll go a little more into that, but I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay. Um so we talked about our, our our progress. So I'm going to get on the uh the list.
1: Oh yeah. So you I got to bring list. something
0: up because I think this is really interesting. So something that Adam and Tina Curry are doing on their show and it, it came came up in a funny way, but they're calling it KTLD. And uh, it's just kind of a thing. They're looking to get some merch done. <laughs> They're hilarious. I know. It's funny. So the, they have Curry and the Keeper. Check them out. It's an amazing podcast. They do it weekly. I think they release on Thursdays? Wednesday. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. They record Wednesday evening and they release. Release so, it that evening. So go go to uh, Curry and the Keeper. You can find them on any of the po- podcast platforms. We prefer Fountain. Castomatic's good too. So, anyway, KTLD. It stands for "Keep the Lid Down." This all stemmed from. Do you bump your mic there? Yes. Yeah, this all stems from from Adam having this really intense thing about toilet seat lids.
1: He's hilarious. I mean,
0: so much so that that he's 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 pretty confrontive about it. Like, if you're in his house, he, he definitely expects you to keep the lid and most people
1: don't do that
0: (laughs) well we found that out this last week because when we are when we had guests here every time i went to our it was it was up and now that adam's now we do that anyway we've practiced that for years that's our whole deal we're big on that but adam is like intense on it because he's i think he's germaphobic so or but it's gross it is gross you don't want to flush a toilet with the lid down no
1: you don't with with it up you mean because with
0: it up because it's because
1: it'll it Oh, I, have How you ever far seen one of go? those videos? Yes, I oh have. Oh
0: my gosh. I'll I never have. flush with the lid up again. I know. It goes everywhere.
1: It does. And Ugh, I'm getting grossed out thinking about it. matter. I mean, that's gross. Hey, well, yeah, it is. It's poop. But people don't think about that. Even if they're just, I mean, just... P going everywhere. Oh, it's awful. It stinks. It just, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Okay, so we're just not bringing that up because it's kind of a weird topic, right? But it sure is. Why but, are you bringing that up? Well, I brought it up because a it cracked me up when they had it on the show. Now I have to tell an Adam I did this once, but I remember when I went yes. over to his house, and we, we did a up. bro date thing, and I went into the guest bath and it was up. Now at that time. Tina was out of town with you and the girls going right. to Pink Impact. But I,
1: w- I wonder if he had someone there. Like maybe if, he had a Maybe guest. his lawn guy came in or maybe. his pool you guy or someone. we should give
0: Adam the benefit I of I think doubt. we should
1: because he He's is so pretty
0: serious about this. adamant
1: about that. Yeah. Adam
0: is adamant for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's punny, wasn't it? So anyway, so let's keep the list... <laughs> So they brought it. They keep bringing it up. And if they get merch,
1: I mean, we have to get some.
0: Oh, my gosh. I want a T-shirt <laughs> or a cap, but a T-shirt would be cool.
1: That so, way people can just ask you, what does that mean? They're going to think it's some Christian
0: slogan. Oh, right. Slogan what does that something? mean? It means keep What? Well, no, I, I have something. This is why I'm bringing it oh, up. Oh, no. Otherwise, okay. I wouldn't have gone here about okay. a toilet. Let's see. Um, so they bring it up on the show. It's hysterical. Listen, talk about it because they, they just go around and round the circle on it. They go around the drain, so to speak. But they brought it up, so I was laughing about it. And then I was thinking about it. So usually after after I listen to the show, I'll text Adam and Tina, great show, awesome, just want to build up, encourage. They do the same for us, usually. And uh, so <laughs> so uh, I was encouraging them, saying, love the show, fantastic. And, and I did, I wrote uh, KTLD, you know. Keep, no,
1: keep, keep, yeah, keep the lid down. Yeah,
0: KTLD, keep the lid down. And uh, I said keeping, I said living up in a down world, and keeping the lid up. So, oh,
1: okay, no uh, keeping down, the, down. Whoa, oh my God, my I'm getting gosh. so confused, confused wow.
0: myself. But then it struck me after that, and I wrote this text to him. I'm just going to share the text with you. I wrote, "Keep the lid down." My new metaphor for shutting the lid on sin. One thought that I'm off of here because we I was we were texting and we were both had things to do. KTLD is my new metaphor for not letting anything that's not of God in my life. Ooh! Keeping the lid down on sin, temptation, and all the crap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, there you go. go.
0: And all the crap things that can distract and derail me from my walk with Jesus. Wow. And I wrote, you may have started a movement. Ooh,
1: so we do need a keep t-shirt.
0: The, yeah, keep the lid down on, on the stuff that comes your way, that... Thrown it's, at you. it's all goes it should belongs, all go in the toilet anyway. It all belongs there, right? Wow. How do you like that?
1: Oh, I like that a lot.
0: Man, sabbatical's working. This sabbatical. Thing. Yeah, I told you, you're <laughs> a person. I've never even moment. heard
1: anything like this come out of your mouth. So.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, hey, it's not like this is a topic of conversation in right. our house. Well, but anyway, I thought it was cool. And uh, so anyway, so that's kind of a metaphor for me. I'm just going to say KTLD, keep the lid There down. you go. Shut up, Shut the door, keep out the devil, you know? <laughs> so uh, anyway, also uh, talk about, we got a very special gift. Sh- share a little bit. Uh, this is really cool. Well, like,
1: we... We went to somebody's house, Uh, I guess it was, was it Andrea's It was David and Andrea's house. Yeah, David and Andrea's house a few months ago, and we did a blessing over their home. We we prayed over their home, and uh, when we got through, we walked outside, and they gave us this uh, metal cross that, did you... You nailed it into there. Yeah, I
0: remember I missed one hit. And I I, oh, yeah, it, the, that's right. The door jam. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's right. And I felt really bad about that. <laughs> I couldn't remember who did that. So um anyway, they gave it's a metal cross, comes in a metal container, like it's a iron. Yeah, it's beautiful, and uh, they you nailed it up there, which just signifies that this house is set apart for the Lord. And, uh, we prayed over the house house. on the inside. We went with, we were with many couples and it was beautiful. And so this week Tina comes over and says, I have a gift. And it was uh, the cross. One of the, um, I guess it was Jeannie and Larry told her to give us a cross. So all of us could have a cross on our home. It's so it's cool, so and I wanted to share
0: their names because it was such a beautiful and gesture. And I saw a card that yeah. was just oh, that meant so much because we're kind of cut off from people right now you know, with the sabbatical. We're loving it, we're enjoying it, but it is kind of we're missing our community. We are. We're missing our friends, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know we can't be friends with everybody. We, we do have a lot of friends in our church that we love to do stuff with. So we're not doing that, and and it's all good. But we do miss them, and so it was really sweet. So um, I'm just going to read their names, David and Andrea, uh, Todd and Debbie, Larry and Jeannie. These are all the ones who who signed the card, Jerry and Carrie, and Lou and Don. So Mm -hmm. if any of you guys listen to the program, we want to say thank you. We love you. It means a ton. I can't oh, wait to nail it, I, it up. It
1: means more than they'll ever know.
0: And I have a perfect spot for it out on our porch because it's so large. So you to nail it? I can do it today or whatever, okay. but I want to do it. So, But it came with a, so it's 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 like hand forged. So it's kind of rough, but beautiful.
1: Isn't it from New Mexico?
0: Old Mexico. Old Mexico. And then it's, the nail is a is a homemade nail or a forged nail mm-hmm. too. So it looks like a little railroad spike. So it's all very rustic and legit looking and it'll last forever. So I'm going to, I'm going to nail that up on, I'm really excited. We can pray together and we are is blessed, but we'll, we'll do it again. Yes. Just as a way to say, thank no, you. No, It for was them. beautiful. Oh, I just beautiful so appreciate it. Um, I didn't talk about my bro date with Adam, did I, last week? Because that was last no, Monday, it was wasn't Monday. it? No,
1: yeah. Yeah this, was, yeah, this is Yeah, this is last
0: Monday. And I, I'm losing track. This is the thing about a sabbatical. You start to lose every days. Every
1: day we're, we're confused, every yeah, single day. Yeah, like what
0: day is it? Because it is Groundhog Day for us right now, but we're thankful. So on um, last Monday, Adam and I went out on a bro date. This is our second one, and we're going to keep doing this as a tradition. It's just a time for... Two dudes to go out, have dinner and some drinks, and just hang out and go deeper, you know, talk about stuff of life, marriage, our, you know, our life, our families, our walk with God. I call it God stuff and guy stuff. And so that's, that's been such a blessing. We had such a good time doing that and hanging out. You and Tina got together, she cooked, and you went over. And then, then we'd come back to the house and hang out for a while. So it was really a beautiful time. And uh, during that time, um, I was going somewhere with that total story. Oh, oh, oh! I was thinking about. Um, anyway, just want to bring that up.
1: Uh, well, that's it. I know. I just no. Thought, okay, well, let me share something. I missed something. I'm, I'm going to share something because um, I know that you and Adam are talking about the marriage class that they're mm-hmm, involved right, in, and right. and Tina talks to me about it. I have to share. It has been life changing for them.
0: No kidding.
1: Bill yeah. Lovelace has put together a booklet on um, what is it called? Cross centered marriage. That's it. And through at our church, they're doing Zoom calls. It's a Zoom call, so because not everybody can get together, um, can uh, go to the church. Um, it, it helps if you're out of pocket. You can just get on your phone and Zoom in, and uh, it's been a weekly series um, of teachings. And it's been life changing for them. You don't have to have a bad marriage to go to a marriage. class. Exactly. It's about making your marriage the best it can be. Beautiful. And uh, that's one of the things that has been exciting to hear from Tina, how life changing that's been. And I'm so thankful that Bill brought this. Um, now, Brenna and Paul. Paul Phillips, Dr. Phillips, Dr. Brenna are the ones that are leading the class. All the people you just mentioned um, that yeah, gave us a card, they're all well. participating and more. There's, I, I want to say, 16 or oh, so wow, couples. That's a big yeah. They're doing it on a Sunday night and a Monday night. It, I think it ends either tomorrow night or the next week. Mm-hmm. But man, it has been remarkable listening yeah. to the things that have just little tweaks. That have been made in Tina and Adam's life. Now, I haven't had a chance to talk to anybody else because we've been on sabbatical, but I'm grateful that we have a church that cares about marriages. Me
0: too. Me too. Very, this is, very grateful. This is powerful. And uh, one of the things Adam said that that's been a big download for him and just a great revelation is that he now looks at Tina with a different lens, a different view. He sees her now as a daughter of God. and He's like, how could I hurt? a daughter of God. I right.
1: mean,
0: she's precious in his sight and she's his beloved. And how could I, how could I ever hurt her? And mm-hmm. so that's been a real eye opening for her, for him. And then for Tina, she mentioned, she's just, you know, cause what they do, they do it. They do, uh, the guys are all on a zoom call. The girls are, ladies are all on a zoom call and then they do a combined thing, right. I think to wrap up. Yes. And it's been so powerful because he said man the guys are starting to, they're opening up and they're sharing but this is going to be their last week isn't it tomorrow night mm-hmm. their last week
1: i think so and they're bummed
0: about it they're all like oh no you know so i know maybe that group will you never know something might spin off of that into another group of couples you know who or someone else the will journey. do the same study you know oh, for I'm others sure. yeah i'm sure that, I think that's happen.
1: something that we need to continue i, th- I think it's it would beautiful. be good for you to preach on you know marriage most people in our church are married yeah well
0: i'm just so proud i'm proud of of adam and tina going through that and and it really just they they went in with a good open mindset and they've learned so much and it's it's evident we're watching Mm -hmm. watching the growth and so proud of them and i think what brought that up to my mind was I, i was looking at my show notes the list and uh the next thing on the list was we did an evening out with adam and tina on two nights ago right
1: yes friday, friday night, night we went this with is Sunday. her and adam and jen no julie and ben sorry yeah yeah and they live in austin she's a messianic jew hearing her on story. fire for jesus oh, wow my goodness. she's a rock star course, she is instrumental in adam and tina coming to our church That's right and uh, connection so there. it's really good to get to hear their stories, hers and Ben and yeah. hear where Ben came from. And he wasn't the one who led her back to the Lord or led her to the Lord to Jesus. She knew God. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know Jesus. And, uh, he wasn't the one. He started coming back to church because of her coming to church and just seeking. She was seeking.
0: I really wanted to hear her story. You know, when we all sat down, mm-hmm. of course, it's kind of a, it's a loud, it's a, environment. Loud. It's a restaurant over in dripping Springs and yet, I, I you know, normally I can't hear an environment that for whatever reason, I, I was able to stay engaged and hear well. And uh, so I, we kept asking her questions about her Jewish history, and her family has not been happy at all. They've been extremely distraught over her coming It's a to miracle Christ. they
1: haven't disowned her, mm-hmm. but the only reason why they haven't is they're not... Um, they're um secular. They're secular. They're not, Jew. they're not
0: religious Jewish. Right. They're culturally Jewish. Right. And so... Um but her grandmother, or was it a great grandmother grandmother was a grandmother holocaust was a holocaust survivor
1: died just a couple of years ago
0: and was really the matriarch of the family and was really that imprint on their family caused them to hold to the purity of their culture mm-hmm. and so anyone who steps outside of that in the family it's it 's a big scandalous it for is. them it is and so her heart obviously that they come to know christ and as she has and she she prays and weeps over that because she loves them, but it was such a joy. Ben's also a delightful guy. It really is. This is a guy who's an introvert, wasn't even going to church. When Julie started going to church, he fin- at first he didn't and finally started going. Now he leads a men's group. He's involved in a prison ministry. He's in community at the church and involved and, uh, takes just,
1: numerous mission trips yeah, I I and he Belize. is really yeah. all in. It's just, beautiful to see.
0: Yeah. So to get to know them and just listen to their stories, it was so beautiful listening to stories. So that was a night of God's stories and, uh, laughter and celebration of what mm-hmm. God's doing in our lives. A beautiful, beautiful time with beautiful people. Yes. And, um, so yeah, so that's kind of been just a couple of highlights in our week this week. Um, I mean, we've been doing a lot of the same going to the gym a lot. We're we're working on the on the body side in terms of diet and all that and taking care of ourselves and that's going really well. One of the things I wanted to talk about and, and I know this is something that's really near and dear to your heart and so one thing's gonna lead into another. Okay. But um, you know, you if you've ever listened to the program you've heard us talk about leaky buckets. You know, you get get filled up and then go leak out the life that you have and and that's just a principle But one of the ways that we leak out is through our words. It's through the things we say. It's through the things we type behind a keyboard, the things we text. It can even be the things we think because words are in our mind as well. We think in words and we communicate internally and Mm -hmm. externally with words. And something that I wanted to encourage you about is that our words are powerful, they what are. what we say to other people matters. What we say to ourselves matters. What we say to God matters. And so words are a powerful thing. It's that that the line of communication. And there's a scripture that says, "Out of the abundance of the heart, the, the mouth speaks. speaks." So whatever you're full of comes out. And through as, the as mouth. a man
1: thinketh, so is he. Yeah, as a man in his heart. So if you're so thinking negative things, you're feeling negative things about yourself about other people it comes out
0: yeah wow. jesus when he was teaching uh about the power of faith and words he cursed a fig tree and then he said to his disciples he said you could say to that mountain you know be, be removed, removed and cast and see it'll be done he said you'll have whatever you say He's talking about the power of words that are anointed and under the authority of God, under the authority of Christ, which the word we use for that is the word anointing. That means an empowerment. And so in light of that, as we encourage you about watching your words, guarding your mouth, the mm-hmm. scripture you talk about putting a guard on your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, what led me into thinking about it, I was thinking about that and then you listen to R.T. Kendall. So Pastor R.T. Kendall, he was the senior pastor at um, Westminster Chapel in London, England. We've been to Westminster. Remember, mm-hmm. it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And for 25 years, here he is an American and he's a pastor of a classic uh, church, you know, historical church in London, England for 25 years Spirit filled man of God, full of the Word, full of the Holy Spirit.
1: Eighty eight years of age now.
0: Eighty eight years old. You
1: would not know it the way he preached today.
0: That was amazing. It
1: was phenomenal.
0: So, um, so we listened. Annette, you listened at the gym.
1: At the gym, and you were
0: crying at the gym. Well,
1: I, I'm doing the last, <laughs> my last set of abs. I was crying and and at I the gym, but for different. Well, reasons. I wasn't crying because the abs, um, <laughs> the the weights. But it was hard. But literally, I just lost it because as as we were listening, as I was listening to that message and at the end, um, when he culminated the whole thing into, because it was about forgiveness, into what we need to do, I just lost it. And I, you, I told you, I'm done. I'm, I'm bawling. I'm done. I'm going to the bathroom. And I sat in the bathroom and just cried because wow. it was so... Moving and it was just so impactful. It, it's a word for anyone at any time, at any age, honestly. It really is. So, so
0: he did seven points and he called these um, proofs. These are the proof that, that you've you have have for- totally forgiven. The idea was being, it was total forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times we'll partially forgive somebody, but we're still holding something. You know, when you've been hurt, you've been offended. Uh, something I said a while back in a sermon, uh, and I was quoting Bill Johnson, Pastor Bill Johnson, who said, I've given up the right to be offended. And that's right. something I've really pulled into my heart to say, me too, me too. And in the case that it comes, I might get offended, but I'm giving up the right to be, which means now I have to walk in, in forgiveness and grace and right. mercy. Right. And so it doesn't mean you'll never be offended. You've just up, given up the right to be. So now you've got to deal. Mm -hmm. And so there's not a human being on the planet that hasn't been offended, hurt, wounded, abused, traumatized. I mean, that list could get very long. And so um, that's really been impactful for Adam as well and for others who've said, man, I'm doing the same thing. I want to give up the right to be offended. So, um, So RT comes along. And gives okay. So what do you do about it? What do you do about it? when you've been hurt, you've been offended? And he told a story of being extremely damaged, and one and one of his children being very hurt in ministry there in um, in London during that twenty five year period. But he won't give any details. He won't out the person that did it. He's he's learned some things, and what and he, ha-
1: and he learned through Joseph's life. Yes, But through, the story of Joseph. through a person, a friend in Romania who happened to be in the area and he decided, I'm going to share, you know, what happened because I know he won't share it with anybody, but I've got to tell someone. Mm-hmm. And what did that person tell him?
0: So that, that pastor said to him, he said, you need to totally forgive them. He's Not like, just forgive. He's like, what? totally.
1: No, I'm mad. I'm mad. They he, shouldn't have done he this. He wanted
0: his friend to kind of validate him. go, exactly. no, You should be you mad. Should that be was mad. wrong. You know, because we all want that, right? Yes. When we get hurt, well, when we get we we gather a group around yes, us. Yes. We
1: always go tell people. And if we
0: can't find a human, we get online, get on Facebook, and throw it on Instagram, social media Twitter. And, throw these, you know, clickbait type mm-hmm. posts out there of I'm so upset and then you know, dot 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 and then fifty people, oh, why, I'm sorry. And then you share. Yeah. Everybody wants a pat on the back and validation. And so um so he didn't get that from his friend. He said, No, you have to totally forgive them. And that started a process in R T of walking through what he he didn't say forgive. He says total, total forgiveness. forgiveness. And so that was powerful, and I know. So we Annette and I have this thing. We have this thing at the gym because we both have earbuds in, so we're like totally zoned out, right? And we're doing different workout because you're over here for a while, and, and we see each other. Or we may connect, you know, say hi, hi and bye. But we always kind of give these either text each other or these knowing nods of, "Well, the look on your face was."
1: <laughs> it was oh
0: my gosh well I then you see, see me it. crying I did know, you really I, think i was crying because looked, i was doing funky <laughs> no i know i knew i was i it dawned on me and i realized as i was watching uh oh whatever she's listening i knew you were listening to rt kendall um i knew that was rocking your world
1: it was yeah. oh my goodness
0: so afterwards I said, okay, so we're driving home. You're like, I got to tell you about this. So as you did, and we read the book actually. It's a book called had, Total yes, Forgiveness. Yes, and I read it many years, years ago. ago.
1: But you know, you have to be constantly reminded oh, because we gosh. live in a fallen world. We're always going to have opportunity for offense, especially as leaders in a church.
0: Or leaders in anything. In
1: anything. But really it's hard. Yeah. I think it's a lot harder for pastors because we expect godly people to act godly and we don't always act godly. I say we (laughs) because we're in that, in that genre. And so it's not, it's not just the other people. We're all called to act godly, but we, we fall short because we're well, we get in our flesh. Right, and right. So, yeah, I needed this message. I needed a reminder.
0: Yeah. So I saw how it impacted you. We get in the car. You start talking about it. I said, oh, you got to tell me. And before you even tell me, I want to listen to mm-hmm. it because I love R.T. Kendall. I actually met him up in Nashville at a meeting at, at, uh. Don Finto's home, mm-hmm. this gathering of, calls it Caleb. Oh Company. yeah, he
1: was there, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he's so sweet. And he wasn't there to lead anything. He was just there to participate like all of us and super nice man. But so he 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 says this, he said, there are proofs. These are the proofs that you have totally forgiven. So I'm going to read them to you, but yes. I want you to bounce on them a little bit. Uh, just riff on it a little bit. And he asked this question. Actually the Holy Spirit asked him. So while while he's sitting at the podium on the little throne there at Westminster Chapel in London, in and he's leading the service, in walks the lady who caused so much damage he to the He said one irreparable damage to one of his kids. kids. This is a
1: second incident. This right, isn't the first right. one and, and he, he had a visceral reaction he have, when she which is walked what in. we usually have i know when you we see somebody's car
0: or you walk into yes. a place and see and which is automatic you round a header at the grocery store and there mm-hmm. they are and you just you, re, you just
1: recoil freeze up yeah.
0: almost so like i said everybody everybody deals with this and so same thing happened to him but he's in the process of leading a service so he couldn't just walk out of the room or go the other way or duck behind, you know, aisle number four. <laughs> he said
1: he was thinking, why is she here? Why yeah, is she here? Yeah.
0: So he sits down. So he had one little break where we're doing offerings. offering. Yeah. Elders leading the offerings. So he had a moment sitting there and the Holy spirit spoke to him. And the short version is this. He said this, he said, do you want a greater anointing
1: or, or do you want revival? revival?
0: Do you want revival? And he said, yes, of course I do. And he asked him again. He said, yes, of course. And he said, do you want judgment? Do you want me to judge her or do you want revival? And he had to pause. Because everything in his flesh wanted judgment. Wanted her judged. And he looked up and said, I want revival. He said, if you want a greater anointing and then... He he spoke to him about total forgiveness. And
1: and he said, Okay, so pray for her. And he's like, That's Okay. Right. Lord, I'll lift her up. And he <laughs> no, goes, he just said, no, I pray for her. I pray mean, <laughs> for her. All right, Lord. He said, pray for what what was the word? Um
0: bless her. Bless her. To be blessed.
1: Pray for me to bless her. Yeah. He said. Oh, no, if I do that, I know you're going to do that. <laughs> and I don't want that. We want them dead. You know, yeah, we yeah, want yeah. people that hurt we, us. We,
0: we want them to feel what we feel. Yes. We want them to hurt, too.
1: And he said, Okay, Lord, I pray that you bless her. And he said, She's one of the most prosperous She's women been blessed. in London today. Yeah, And uh, I thought, Wow.
0: Another thing he said that's really interesting and, too, I think important to say is, he said he doesn't hear from the Holy Spirit like that all the time. This was a he one. He said this
1: was a one-time, one-time deal. deal
0: where it was so clear, clear that he was literally in a conversation, in an inner conversation mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. Right. He knew it was the Holy Spirit, so that that was profound. And he said it changed his life.
1: And so we gave these seven proofs. These Share seven proofs. Number
0: one. Okay, when you have been hurt, damaged. Number one, don't tell anyone what they've done. That is the proof that you have totally forgiven
1: and that you've given it to God. Totally. That you've totally, been, that you've totally because forgiven. Because when we give yep. it we say we give it to God but then we go share with everybody else so we can get validated. What? That it, it's the opposite. It just it God's like, "Well, you're not really giving it to me. You just you just took it back." That was Interesting, because I know how many times we've been hurt, and we can't wait to go tell someone. Yeah, or we, we
0: just want somebody to tell us we're okay. We want okay. to be validated. Because when when you've been hurt, you've been put down, you've been criticized, or whatever happens, you, you want somebody, you, it's almost like you need somebody to tell you you're okay. Right. And that is a human response. And unfortunately, though, the way we get that is by slaughtering the person that hurt us verbally. That's what I'm saying, the power of our words. goes against
1: what the Bible says. But we don't remember that at the time because we're so hurt.
0: We're so hurt. We want somebody to tell us we're okay instead of going to the Lord and receiving His mercy and His grace and that we're okay with God. And
1: Him saying... Just pray for them because the Bible says pray for your enemies. Can I read that scripture? I think that'll
0: help us even as we go through these proofs. Luke 6, verses 27 to 31, Jesus said this, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. I'm feeling pain just reading this. I know, I know. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Hate you, not just dislike you.
1: Hate, detest.
0: Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Wow. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. Mm -hmm. And from one who takes away your cloak or your garment or your, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to to them. them. I I think
1: that's, that's, we probably should read that every morning to start our morning because we're going to get offended.
0: That's how you give up the right to be offended. Exactly. Now, so, so let's talk a little bit about that. So don't tell anyone what they've done. Number two. All right. He said, he said, proof that you've totally forgiven a person is you won't let them feel fear from you.
1: In other words, you'll get in their space You won't run away. You won't walk away when they talk to you. You just act like nothing's happened because you've totally given it to the Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, that's a hard one.
0: That is. For a lot of people. Because we still want people to feel something. Mm -hmm. We we want them to know how hurt we are. Right. We want them to. It
1: doesn't mean we don't have boundaries with people. But if you see them in a grocery store, you don't have to run. You just go about your business. That's
0: right. Which leads us to number three. We help them to forgive themselves, never throw up what they did, never, Mm -hmm. never throw it back in their face, put them at ease, man. That's total forgiveness. That is when you're so secure in who you are in Christ that you didn't own Mm -hmm. what they were offended at you uh, or how they offended you or whatever they said or whatever the hurt, but you actually help them. To forgive themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you that doesn't always happen in a verbal exchange. Right. It's really more about the poise and and the nature, how you carry yourself.
1: Exactly. Not with
0: self-confidence, but with Christ confidence. Mm -hmm. Big difference. Big difference. Self-confidence is all about me. Man, I'm a lion, I'm a king. But it's pride, it's vanity, it's vain. And so but a Christ confidence understands that I, I stand in the righteousness of God. He's made me righteous. And so we help them to forgive themselves, one, by never throwing it back up to them. How often do, how often have you heard this? And I've just, ha- I've been in these scenarios where someone says, hey, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm sorry for what happened, but let me tell you why I did it. Or, or I forgive you for what you did, even though that even hurt though me. That hurt. Even though that—that's not really forgiving. Though, I mean, that's yeah. not forgiveness. That is no. not forgiveness. We in need any to change way. our
1: language, and we need to own that. Yeah. We need to we need to learn so how to them walk in this at ease. Yes. And
0: the only way you can put someone is at ease is you got to be at ease yourself. Exactly. You can't fake this. This is where the Holy Spirit works in our life, right. living His life in us and through us. Number four. We let them save face. Mm. We don't rub their noses in it.
1: Mm-hmm. In other words, a husband and wife get into an, a tiff and you say, you know, you shouldn't have done that or I forgive you, but it's the same thing and and continually bring up things from the past, Yeah, yeah. which, you know, we've all done that
0: sometimes in where there's been offense and conflict one or both parties are actually embarrassed about how they acted. They're Mm -hmm. embarrassed about what they said or they they're like, man, I want to say, I'm sorry, but I just, man, I can't, you know, but if you're the bigger person and you're in Christ confidence, not self-confidence, then what you're able to do is you're able to, to let them save face. Number five, I'll finish this. We protect them from their darkest secret because if they've done something that's really
1: wrong, trauma, and we go tell everybody we're not protecting them. You know, that's that's pretty dangerous. That means
0: you have you have given up the right to hold on. You've yes. given up the right to be offended. Yes. You're leaving me.
1: I'm just going to go.
0: We have a roast in the we oven. We have a roast in the oven. Go and I have it. to go get go it get out it. I'll, real quick. I'll land the plane on okay. these.
1: You land the plane.
0: <laughs> Take Chevy with you. See you, Mr. Chevy. So we let them say face. We don't rub our noses in it. Number five, we protect them from their darkest secret. I just said that. And that is so powerful when you care about another person so much that you say, you know what, I'm just going to keep this. I'll never talk about this again. I'm going to let it go. And then number six, forgiveness is a lifetime commitment because you don't 20 years later, pick it up and, and say their name. I just said number six, and now she's back. I'm back. And Chevy's back. So number six, um, it's a lifetime commitment. He said this is something, you know, 20 years later, you think, oh, statue of limitations have run out, so now, now I can talk about it and bring their name up. No, it's a lifetime commitment to, to love your enemy, to pray for them, to bless them. And that was something he brought up over and over. And this is number seven. We bless them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is acting. This is walking in accordance to the scripture, walking in obedience to his word, to where we actually, when you see a car that looks like their car and you have that visceral reaction, ah, that angst comes up. That's yeah. when you pray for them. That's just a reminder. Let that be a God tap.
1: Well, and how many times have we led a church where something happened? In the congregation with some people, leaders, mm-hmm. and they're gone, and people are coming to their own conclusions about what happened, because you're not, as a leader, saying exactly what happened, but you're trying to protect them. Mm-hmm. You're trying to bless them out rather than oh tell boy. the whole church. How many times have we had someone say, if you would just tell the church? No. If they come up with their own conclusions, that's their own
0: problem yeah. but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna out somebody i'm I'm not not Jesus. In, you jesus got, is very clear yes. love your enemies you do good to those that hate you you bless those who curse you yes. pray for those who yes. abuse you and in being pastors in ministry this has happened many times over through the years. and over and over and and we we always say our little saying to each other is there's only one road
1: it's mm-hmm. the high road mm-hmm.
0: there is no low road there is no no opportunity to make us look better by throwing somebody under the bus and there've been there've been occasions where we could have said to somebody well let me tell you what happened and they would have been oh my gosh no wonder yeah they needed to go they needed to move on
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we don't and we just and it makes us, sometimes we end up looking, have an egg on our face. Yeah,
1: we've had people leave the church because of something they assumed that happened. That they assumed. it didn't happen, but we, we couldn't were tell We were trying them.
0: to, we were doing, taking the high road. Yeah, That's a hard one. It That's is. a hard one. because It really you, is. We all want people to think well of us. And there are just times as a follower of Christ, you just have to take the high road and take it and keep that for the Lord. Because again, it's a lifetime commitment. We're protecting people from their darkest secrets and we're blessing them. That's a powerful, powerful mm-hmm. thing, isn't it?
1: It is very so, powerful.
0: What do we say to people listening that but, are hearing this? Well,
1: and the reason why I was so moved and was just in tears is because I haven't always mastered this, and so I had to think of a, a few people that are in that has that has happened recently. You know, in the last ten years, Couple years or- that. Has hurt me so deeply, and I do. I have that visceral reaction when I see a car or I see them, and it's. I, I want to let it go. I want to, because one of the things he said, if you want a greater anointing, there it is. Then this is what you have to do. Have to do. Yep. Not must. You know, like uh, you should. No, you have to do this. And the way he said it to me. Um, because I felt like it was personal to me mm-hmm. when he was speaking. I just, I had to let it go. So I went into the bathroom and, and he, he had a prayer. He said, had people stand up at Gateway that are ready to totally forgive. And and he had them say a prayer out loud. Mm-hmm. I went in the bathroom. I said it out loud. I thought, I don't care if anybody's in here or not. I was a little under my breath, but still loud enough. I love that about you. Well, because I thought, this is important. I want God to know I'm serious about this. And so I am crying, and I'm asking God to forgive me for things I've said, but also help me continually totally forgive these people every day. Now, I may have to do it. Every day,
0: which means it'll be a reminder to bless them and pray for them. And
1: I blessed and prayed and it's hard because a part of me doesn't want that to happen because I'm angry for what they did to us, but I can't, I, that's not what God would want. So I literally, it was real. It was not, um, well, I did it because it was a end of a message because a lot of people do. They have you a know, moment. they'll have a moment. This was not a moment. This was a, okay, God, I, I'm standing up. I'm in the bathroom in, you know, where the toilets are. I'm standing up and I am saying this prayer by faith that you, you know, my heart that I need to forgive once and for all and let this go. Now, does it mean the hurt goes away? No, no not but not it right will, away. it will take time, but it, I know it will go There's away. There's
0: a freedom that comes yes. because when we release them it unlocks the door to
1: our own prison. Yes. And I want like much like he said, I want revival. I want our church and the people that are in in our sphere of influence to thrive in the Lord. I want them to be overcomers. I want them to live up in a down world. Absolutely. And if I'm if if you and I as leaders don't walk this out, we can't expect everybody else to either. You're right. I think this is definitely a message you should preach to the church in your own words. But definitely. It is so powerful. Everything he said was right on and I'm it it was life changing for me today. I really I felt as I was standing there saying that prayer, I felt a release of it it doesn't matter. What does it matter? You've moved on. They've moved on. God's doing a new thing in you. Let it go boy, it feels, it feels good. It feels really good. I
0: love it. I can see the peace. I can see it on you. It's settling on you and I love it. Mm-hmm. You're already anointed girl. You're so powerful. Oh, that, You're so strong.
1: I want that double anointing. that Elijah you go. got you from Elijah. With you.
0: I'm with you totally yeah. on this. And what, what we've learned through the years, you know, we, I do a lot of preaching. You've done a lot of teaching through the years, But, you know, there's always a decision to be made. So whenever I hear a message, whether I'm watching something on YouTube or on, you know, listening on a podcast, there's it brings me to a point of decision. What am I going to do about this? Now that I've heard this, what is my response to it? And I would encourage you that's listening. If you not, if. Whoever you are hurt with, (laughs) whoever has damaged you, and and it could be a number of people. I mean, we probably all have an enemies list. Mm -hmm. If we were to just sit down and think of how many people I need to forgive and I need to release. And it doesn't
1: mean you have to go to them. No,
0: no, no, no. Because that can be dangerous. That's not always good. No, that can be. Yeah, that's not necessary. This is something you do between you and the Lord. And it's a commitment to pray for them and bless them, but to go up to somebody out of the blue. And I've had, unfortunately, yes, as a and pastor, you didn't even
1: know you offended them, and they, I'm like, I uh, forgive you, and you're like, what?
0: Uh, oh, th- <laughs> oh, thank you. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how. to. So
1: that's yeah, never good. It's between you and brace, God, and keep it between you and
0: absolutely, God. Absolutely, absolutely. So I want to encourage you. Maybe this would help you, and maybe maybe you need to to sit back and take a moment, take a God pause and say, Lord, who who am I holding things against?
1: Because you're holding them hostage. Which holds because, you hostage. Which holds you hostage because God can't do through mm-hmm. you what he really wants to do because yeah. there's a barrier. Yeah. Same thing with that other person. Yeah. So that, you know, this is what I love about, I, a lot of pastors feel like they've learned it all or they know it all. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, always learning. It's oh ever learning, ever growing. And if we don't, we have to grow just like anybody else because we live in a fallen world. And, it, and I it's don't a, ever
0: want to be stagnant. No. Ever. If, we, if we
1: ever do, we need to quit the ministry. <laughs> I know, I, I, but I want to constantly be growing. And even if it's the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. that's okay because we're going to get offended over and over. There's going to be people come and go out of our lives Yeah. and we can't afford to let anything fester we have to let it go
0: so a question kind of to rephrase what what pastor rt said you know he says do you want a greater anointing i would say to you listening do you want greater empowerment to thrive yes greater empowerment to live up in a down Mm -hmm. world greater empowerment to express joy and find good in this life instead of things always seeming dark and bleak it is a down world, but you can live up in it.
1: Well, it maybe there's a stronghold on your life mm-hmm. that's keeping you from something that that you desire, that's, that's keeping you from getting over that hump. And it may be because there's unforgiveness there that needs to be taken care of. Yeah, it's, it's I see it when I see people in oppression. That's usually the first thing I mm-hmm. think of.
0: Absolutely. Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. So let me give that scripture again, because if you're listening, you may have thought, wow, I blew through that. I'm going to try to go back and find it, but I'll help you with that. It's Luke chapter 6, starting in verse 27. You can read the following verses. Luke 6, 27. I encourage you, spend some time in that. Yes. I mean, a little Lectio Divina would be good. That means just mull it over, meditate, pray, read over and over, don't move on to 16 verses. Camp out on these few verses and then and then respond and then actually activate it. Mm-hmm. Do it, apply yes. it and say, "Okay, so it says that I'm to love my enemies, I'm to do good to those who hate me, I'm to bless those who curse me, and I'm to pray for those who abuse me." Mm-hmm. So in the name of Jesus, I lift up, I bless, I speak life over I speak. I'm telling you, it is hard to stay mad and stay, when you're praying for someone. stay in angst and tore up when you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. That is the quickest way to get over it. <laughs> and I'm not telling you to just get over it. And I'm it's just our saying, flesh that wants bad word. things to happen
1: to them. Oh, no That's doubt. not the heart of God. No, That's our it's flesh. Not. And we've got to break that fleshly habit.
0: And it's not the heart of our true identity because no. our true identity it's is in spirit. Christ. It's yes. in Christ. So our flesh is not our true that's our false self trying to keep reminding me, Hey, I'm still here, you know. Yeah, you're a Christian,
1: but I'm still here. No, no, no. That's and it's a false time self. Christians start acting like Christians and quit acting like the world. No, oh, now you're starting to preach, well, girl. And and I'm 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 in that
0: all of us. We're all we're all in that. We're all in it together. Yes, we are. Friends and family. We are in this thing together. And so we want you to be we want you to thrive, just mm-hmm. what we're talking to live up to thrive. And that's our heart for you. Hey, just want to say after this last, um, last week, our, uh, this is what I heard when I started looking for.
1: Crickets.
0: Crickets. <laughs> that means there was nothing. It was silent. I mean, we got no response, no feedback, nothing. And so I want to encourage you, whatever, um, app you're listening on, I would encourage you to try a couple of new apps, go to Fountain. And you can find the Fountain app. It's a podcast app under iOS or under um, Android. So download that to your phone and listen. You can give feedback through Boostagrams. You can earn Bitcoin while you're listening. It's a fantastic platform. And uh, and then go to our website. Give us a review. Leave a note. Let us know that you hear us. Because uh, when it, when it does this, it's like, Wait, did did this even and, go out and over should the air? We
1: keep doing this.
0: <laughs> I know it makes you wonder. It sometimes. does. It makes you wonder. One of the things that's cool about Fountain is that you can practice what's called value for value and that is if you like what we're doing and if this content is helpful to you and this podcast is encouraging you, then you can you can share that and, and say, Hey, you've been a value to me, so I want to be a value to you and I can do that through a donation or through through giving time, talents and treasure. And so uh, we'd love for you to do that. Um, you can do that. Also, sign up for our newsletter. If you'll subscribe on our website, livingupandadownworld dot com, um, I'll get your your email address and I will put that on our list. And we send out uh, typically on Sunday. We send out our weekly newsletter. And it's just a short update a reminder hey the show's coming tomorrow i may put some things in there some pictures just hey this is what's going on but we'd love for you to get more involved more connected and we want to be interactive with you and we want to hear from you what you would like to do what you would like to hear us talk about what would help you What would encourage you? But if we don't hear from you, we don't know. So we we don't want to just keep shooting in the dark. We want to respond to you. And
1: forgiveness is one of the things that keeps coming up with people. It does, yeah. Which is why when we listened to that today, it was perfect.
0: Yeah. Just perfect. We were perfect. What was that? That...
1: Is, Is that our qual- timer telling yes. us
0: we're done? Yes. Hey, family, we love you guys and we just want you to have an amazing week. Yes. And we want you to live up in a down world. What do you got to say in well, that on the way out?
1: I'm excited to see what the week's going to bring and we'll talk with you in a week.
0: See you in a week. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye bye.